Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Short & Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and director of the award-winning Birkenrode Reports. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch. Some years ago, there was a bumper sticker and t-shirt that said, Louisiana, third world and proud of it. Although sociologically, you might say that's an example of taking the sting out of an insult by co-opting it, economically, there's a serious side to this observation of a relationship between us and the third world, at least in one sense. Nobel Prize winning economist Mohamed Yonis once came up with the idea of making microloans to people in third world countries so they could start a small business. That's exactly what local New Orleans organization Fund 17 does. Fund 17 was founded in 2012 by Haley Burns. Haley's plan was to facilitate small investment loans and provide business training to people we sometimes describe as having a side hustle. And the plan worked. Fund 17 is up and running, and it's turning side hustles into businesses. We've talked to Haley about Fund 17 before, and Haley, it's a pleasure to welcome you back to Out to Lunch. Thank you. Glad to be here. Now, the difference between your previous visits with us and today's visit, Haley, is that in the past we've talked about how you set out to build Fund 17. Today, we're able to see the tangible results. Uh, Kulu Kevin Buckner uh, started a business called Sangoma House. Sangoma House is a healing clinic and lifestyle consultancy based on Kevin's study of herbs and healing in New York and working with tribes in Zimbabwe. Uh, Kevin, welcome out to lunch. Thank you. Nice to be here. Yeah, we got you right in the wine room today. This is very cool. <laughs> Literally, it's cool. It's, uh, <laughs> Journey Allen is an artist and the owner of Journey Allen Gallery Studio on Broad Street. The gallery is more than just bare walls to hang paintings on. Journey runs it as a creative community center and has plans for expansion as a venue for poetry, jazz, gospel, and more. Journey, welcome out to lunch. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Haley, let's start with a general overview of Fund 17. If I'm an entrepreneur like Kevin or Journey, how do I qualify for a Fund 17 loan and and what hoops do I have to jump through to, to get it? Right. So when we first started in uh, 2012 and especially in those first couple of years... And by we, the way, at this point, you're still a Tulane student, right? Yes. I mean, yeah. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. I, the first three years, we were completely run by Tulane University students. I graduated in... 2015 and have been running it full-time since then. When we first got started in those first few years, we were focused primarily on um, directly lending ourselves and we were making microloans. Um, in the last couple of years, we've switched our focus to being more about providing technical assistance and business development assistance. But with our partnership with Kiva, which is an international microfinance organization, we can help facilitate uh, access to 
microloans up to $10,000. Um, some people might be familiar with Kiva. It's a, an online platform that anyone listening could go and make a $25 loan to someone in New Orleans or someone in Zimbabwe. Uh, it's all around the world. Which brings us to where does, um, well, let's say in the beginning, where did the money come from before the relationship? Yeah, so for us, when we were making our direct loans, it came, we we were funded through different Tulane uh, funds. Is that what you were yeah, asking? Yeah, and then, and then the switch to the... Yeah. Yeah, and then we uh, and then we facilitate. Yeah, we we got this partnership with Kiva, so we were able to focus on uh, the microfinance aspect of our work through that partnership, rather than us having to come up with those funds. All of the funds for Kiva loans are are crowdsourced from individuals just like me and you around the world, and um, and now we can focus on providing that one-on-one -on -one assistance around marketing to legal registrations and business modeling or social media whatever. let's give a good example let's start with kevin how did uh you actually came with a different business at first right yes actually you, you know i am a, a sangoma and a sangoma would be a traditional healer in the southern parts of africa um i studied in zimbabwe uh on the apprenticeship program for a couple of years um when i came back i thought you know, I'm coming back home to New Orleans. I came back in 99, and I thought I would heal everyone. And, and, <laughs> We're still having yeah. problems. I just yeah, want yeah. to run that by you. And, and, and get people to eat better and to clean up the diet, so to speak. Uh, things moved kind of slowly on that yeah. end, you know. <laughs> this is New Orleans. We love our food. Yep. So it and there's took, a Popeye's in every that's corner. Right, so that's right. <laughs> it took some years to get people to understand where I was coming from. Uh, but then things started to change. Dr. Oz appeared. Oh, and yeah, right. And some of right. the things that I w was telling people over the years, they they began to say, well, maybe he knows something. Yeah, So my father and I, he bought a house because uh, he knew I wanted a large garden so I could grow my own herbs. Um, the herbs were really expensive. A lot of them you needed to use fresh to get any results from them. But it also had fruit trees on it, right? And yeah, so it had a, a lot of fruit trees, and I added more herbs and added more fruit trees. Now I'm a plant hoarder. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm running out of space. So I planted all these trees, and then I had this huge surplus of fruit that I realized people in the neighborhood didn't want to eat. Or they didn't recognize, like papayas. I, I, you know, oh, wow. I, I had a lot of strange... I'm going to give you my address now. Yeah, the show. exactly. That's great. So I began to preserve those things. My grandmother taught me how to preserve under oh, duress. canning and all that? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I used to help her. I would go pick figs, and then she would make preserves for everyone in You know the what they say? They say we eat what we can, and we can the rest. There, that's, there uh, you that's go. A, I think that's so a that's what sticker. I did. I canned everything. And, not, and then it turned into Grandma Lily's, which is a preserve and syrup portion of Sangoma. And is that where you first tied into Fun 17? Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. you're in the video, right? That's right. Yes, that's right. That's I know. Right. I was like, Haley, help. <laughs> <laughs> I've got too many things. At, at the same time, I was a visual artist, and I still do my visual art, but uh, I needed a way to combine all those things into one place. So now Sangoma House is a place where there's the the art studio, there's uh, the garden. Uh, a lot of people come to the garden just to sit, uh, just to have peace. We do workshops and meditations and um, 
is there um, are there fees for that? Do you have yes, some revenue coming in? Yes, we do have fees. Or? Usually the fees are pretty low for the workshops. They they run about ten dollars per person. Uh, sometimes, uh, but you got to keep the doors open. You got to keep the yes. doors open. Haley's very big on that. And, and that's uh, the other thing. Yeah. Was she helped me with zoning because zoning is another issue here. What don't you do, Haley? There's, uh, <laughs> you developed a dessert topping. That's so great. The, uh, now, Journey, what about yourself? How, first of all, how did you find out about Haley and Fun Seventeen? This is always a weird story. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know about Fun Seventeen, and a friend uh, called me. I was very busy, as I like to say, I'm busy, I'm busy. And she's uh, telling me about this opportunity. And I'm like, I don't have time to fill it out. So she calls me back. She's like, hey, answer these questions for me. And I'm asking, like, why are you asking me? So she, asked me. So she put an application with Fun17 for me. And I still did not know what Fun17 was. So when they called me uh, and we were meeting, I basically went up there and said, I don't know why I'm here. Oh, wow. <laughs> I remember You Journey. are a very tough interviewer. Yeah. Is, um, I, know. I remember her walking into that, into our office for the interview, and we were really interested in having her be a part of our program. And she just seemed so, like, skeptical and hesitant, and we weren't sure why. And then eventually... Initially offering money. <laughs> <is all> <laughs> well, and eventually, I think I asked something along the lines of, you know, had you ever heard of Fun 17 before or something like that? And she goes, well, I'll be honest with you. I don't actually know where I am or what this is. My friend put this application in for me. And so we went through the whole spiel about you know, what she had applied for. That's training works, but <laughs> <laughs> let you know. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so that was where it kind of started with Journey. And uh, just so we can get it out of the way, what is... The name Fun 17 comes from the Fun order. 17 comes for the 17 wards of New Orleans. Yes, uh, yes. Which kind of gets us, uh, that's a pretty good uh, perimeter, right? In yeah, of- yeah, focusing in on, on one one area, funding the 17 wards. Which in itself is amazing because I didn't realize how many wards we See, had until what yeah. came done. That's something that That's something that's actually really interesting is when that comes up almost Everyone, if not everyone, knows what ward they live in, but they had never heard that there are 17 wards in the city, and it's like a it's like a a learning point for a lot of people, I think. Well, let's just start from okay. That, that is a very interesting beginning for you, though. And then, then Haley, you opened up the tummy drawer and just handed out cash, or what happened next? <laughs> so Kulu and Journey were both a part of our fellowship program, um, and our fellowship program is where we train. Uh, local university students as our Fund 17 fellows and we pair a fellow with a local entrepreneur and they work side by side on a weekly basis over the course of an academic semester. Yeah, so it's a learning, yeah, it's definitely like a give and take learning experience for both of them but the idea is that the entrepreneurs get kind of like a short-term business partner for someone to sit down and bounce ideas against and brainstorm and uh, share a little bit of workload. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Peter Raschuti. I'm talking with Kulu Kevin Buckner from Sangoma House and artist Journey Allen, owner of Artist Journey Allen Gallery and Studio. Journeys and Kevin's businesses are both clients of Haley Burns' micro-loan organization, Fund17. Haley, what would that first meeting look like between that student and the entrepreneur? What are the things that uh, that's, that advisor's trying to get? Yeah, so the first meeting is always about goal setting. So it's a, like it's like a long list of questions and trying to get a sense of where the entrepreneur is now, where the entrepreneur wants to be, and then from there we we create 
a three-month action plan around what those what those goals that uh, the fellow entrepreneur are going to work on together. So there's a timetable. That advisor is not saying, you know, sounds good, get back to me. You're, you've got to... This is ex- things oh, expected. she's there. Oh, really? I had a feeling that way. There's. A... <laughs> they yes. were there. Yeah. They were good. And then when they come there, they... Uh, you're not threatening. You're, uh, you're coming in saying, we thought we'd be here by this date. Where are you? Yeah, so I mean, uh, you know, Kulu worked with a fellow named Ruth, and Journey worked with a fellow named Narissa, and um, it's really just Narissa and Journey would sit down and uh, brainstorm some things, say, okay, we need to get some photos taken, we need to work on this, and then they go their separate ways that week and we'll work on kind of their sides of whatever they're trying to accomplish and then they come back together. Um, so it's much less of a, I'm giving you advice about X, Y, and Z and it's much more about uh, working side by side on whatever those goals are over for well, a period of time. You know what surprised me, Haley, is, is how um, some of the dollar values here are actually quite low, but they, they make an impact, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what would uh, What's kind of the range of money that you So with Kulu, uh, he, he received a $1,200 $1, Kiva loan, okay. um, and so that's on the smaller end of what you would borrow from, um, from Kiva. Um, but, I mean, do you want to speak a little bit about what you did with sure. those funds? Uh, actually, I needed the loan because suddenly that particular season that summer, all of my electronics broke. I lost a juicer. I lost a few other, uh, I lost two juices and a blender and some other things. So I needed the cash to buy and replace equipment that I was using. And is that part of what they do in the, um, you list what it is you're going to be using the money for? Exactly. You have to list everything. And I needed a tent to do more vending, more vending opportunities. Um, there and food were, liability insurance. And liability insurance. There's something that the, would have come up at that meeting. I think. <laughs> There's a, absolutely. And what about um, what about Journey? Where, where did uh, where did you need? Well, I guess you, did you need both the the advising and a little bit of cash? Well, I didn't do the the loan. Okay. But the advising was very valuable. Like she said, we met and we talked, you know, about different aspects of the business, what my goals were. And as far as, like, consistently communicating with someone, like talking about what my goals were and really walking through them, it was very helpful. I also had uh, my website built through um, a member of Fund17. So... Like, you know, when you start off, you gave the introduction of all these things that Journey wants to do. But, like, speaking with someone, you really sit and say, okay, um, do I really want to do all of those things? You know, so it gives you a chance to think about it. And I know that right now I want to focus more on the things to which I've been called, which is to work in the community with the children, looking forward to having a cultural arts summer camp. And right now the primary... um, what do you call it, uh, income for the space is the paint and sip venue, like a social event. People come and they paint, and I guide them through paintings. They have their wine and things like that. So that's the primary source of income. And you, and you have your own paint. Um, yeah, and I have my artwork. I have a show Beautiful. up right now, um, Rising, Magnolias, <laughs> Rising Magnolias. A number of uh, African-American female artists in the city are in that show. So, yeah. Haley, I was going to ask you, the, we talk about them as loans more than grants, right? It's a, So you expect to get the money back. Do you, you have a rate of interest? So through, um, through Kiva, 
it is zero percent interest and the, that funding goes back to all of the many uh, individuals that crowdfunded that loan so basically we help someone go through the application process get them uh, up on the site um, we can also be available to help with any kind of planning that might go along with how to invest the loan um, giving business development support you know that can then make that loan have more impact um, and then as the borrower pays back they're paying on to the Kiva platform and every person that lent $25 or so is going to get basically a dollar back into their account like once a month over the course of that period of time. That must be make. helpful having that structure at the top so you can focus on the ground. I yeah, it, yeah, it, it uh, you know, when we were running, when we were actually running as a fund, uh, it's obviously extremely capital intensive and uh, only a portion of the money that you're that you have can you even lend out and you know you have to kind of follow all of those kinds of uh, kind of smart rules about how to run the fund so it, it takes a lot of money and it takes a lot of time and what we were really discovering is that a lot of the entrepreneurs that we wanted to work with or that we were working with um, could benefit from the one-on-one -on -one business development assistance uh, to begin with anyway. It's like to get to a point to where borrowing would make sense. And, and Haley, uh, right on that, how do you define success? Like with the, these two folks, uh, I mean, the bank defines success by getting their money back. Yeah. There's uh, But I think yours was pretty broader, I Right. Guess. So we define success however they define success. So whatever the entrepreneur's goals are, if we could help them get there, then that's success to us. Um, for a lot of folks, it's about making that business their full-time job. And so they might have started, like we said earlier, as kind of a side hustle, but... Right. And so that's that would definitely be one measure of success. But not everybody, you know, some people might think they want it to be their full time job and then they actually get into the nitty gritty of running a business and they realize they would rather, <laughs> rather keep it a side hustle. Um, and that's something that, uh, you know, that's something that I'm trying to talk more about with people, that that is not necessarily a bad thing, that that is not a failure to right. decide that you want to keep it. Uh, maybe something running on the side because that's still extra income for it's you. It's so New Orleans. Yeah. Just yeah. about everybody has a side hustle. Right, right, right. Uh, so yeah, it definitely makes makes it to where we always have plenty of need to work with, for sure. Well, Haley, what about um, the next level? Like, I'm I'm thinking of uh, the folks here. If um, they, it's a success, they move up, do they come back to you for another round of funding or do they get to a point where they can go to more of a traditional lender so we would like to we'd like to move people into the direction of working with uh, larger institutions and that's on both the lending and the business development uh, as far as you know technical assistance goes there's a number of organizations throughout the city um, that entrepreneurs can work with and if you grow and develop more fund 17 won't be the right the, you know, right. fit for whatever your but needs But you were are. the missing link. You mentioned these other organizations, but you had to be kind of pretty much on your feet to go get to them, right? Right, yeah. Uh, the way that the way that I'm kind of hoping that we're growing into or the, the niche that we're trying to fill is really that 
we're more in the community and we're trying to connect with people on a neighborhood level and we're trying to connect with entrepreneurs that don't call themselves entrepreneurs or don't know that they have a business or that there's an organization out there that'll that actually help meeting. them. I've got good news for you. You're right. an entrepreneur. Right, right. That's, yeah. that's basically how it happened <laughs> yeah. with us. You often hear people say that if you're really determined, you can accomplish anything, although that's an admirable statement. It's not always true, and there are many people who are denied their dream because of circumstances, sometimes at any socioeconomic level, just the need to pay bills and keep loved ones alive by providing food and shelter takes up all your time, all your energy, and, and all your money. When you're in that position, a hand up or even a piece of sage advice can change everything. Fund 17 provides both of those elements. Haley, it has been great to catch up with you. And Kevin and Journey, it's been great to meet you and see the real-world benefit of the microeconomy at work here in New Orleans. Uh, Haley, Kevin, Journey, thank you so much for taking the time to join me on Out to Lunch today. Enjoyed every minute of it. Thank, <laughs> thank you very much. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Haley Burns, Executive Director of Fund 17, Kulu Kevin Buckner, owner of Sangoma House, and Journey Allen, the artist and owner of Artist Journey Allen Gallery Studio. You can find out more about Haley's Fun 17, Kevin's practice, and Journey's art by following the links on our website, itsneworleans.com. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our researcher on today's show is Jessica Allen. You can listen to the show and any past episodes of Out to Lunch wherever you get podcasts and at itsneworleans.com. If you want to know what we look like, you can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and It's New Orleans Facebook page. The photos were taken today by Allison Moon. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Commander's Palace for more business. New Orleans style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday to Friday, jazz brunch on Saturday and Sunday with live music, and dinner seven nights a week. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. Mitchell's music is available wherever great jazz is sold or streamed and at mitchellforeman.com. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com. Additional support comes from Shewart & Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. Thank you.